I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Cammy, are you excited? I'm I'm shaking. I'm so excited. Oh god, that's great. I'm like a chore. I know what you're excited for. The viewers don't. The viewers are confused. Is was Cammy expecting something? Is is something about to happen? They're they're looking for answers all around them. They're not seeing any. But with, the reason we're excited is because it is ding dong ding dong. Mary Grindhouse Miss. Mary Grindhouse Miss, everybody. That just rolls off the tongue so nicely. Grindhouse Miss. It was e- That's much better than my other one, which was Grindhouse Burr. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is like, de- like December, except. All right, it is Grindhouse Miss. We are doing the films of Roberto Rodriguez and Quantum Tarantino, uh, Death Proof, and Planet Terror. Oh, yes. I feel like these, like just barely like touch on spooky like these movie i'm glad that these movies are just spooky enough for us to be able to talk about them on this show you know what i mean yeah like people die horribly in these and so at least by streaming service definitions this is a horror movie (laughs) yes by a critic standard it is a horror movie See what happened to that one girl's leg? This ain't no drama. This ain't no (laughs) rom-com. This ain't no fooling around. (laughs) Oh, yes. 2007's Death Proof is the movie that we're going to start out with. um, And then next week, we're going to do Planet Terra. That's what they should have called uh, 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 Welcome to Terradice. Like with Tara Reid. Do you remember that show? I don't. No, I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> oh, about. Oh, God. Never mind. Oh, boy. Um, anywho, death proof. Yeah. I'm one of your hosts today. Uh, my name is Kyle, and I cannot stress this enough. This podcast is by no means death proof. You are in a lot of danger. <laughs> you are in the passenger seat today, my friends. But so are we. Uh, and who's joining There's me? No driver. Oh boy, I'm Camden Tarantino. <laughs> Second place, Camden was... Tara <laughs> I was gonna say Cam Russell, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. It needs a second syllable in order for it to be funny. Um, it's weird seeing Kurt Russell in such a way. Uh. I feel yeah. like Kurt Russell's usually a good guy, or at least, like, chaotic neutral guy, like, at the very... Or, like, charismatic bad guy, like, yeah. he's the CEO with the, with the bomb. Yeah, in this, he is just... Yeah. He's, he's, like, charming. I feel like Kurt Russell and Jeff Bridges have the same vibe. Like, Jeff Bridges could have been Kurt Russell's character in this, and he would have pulled it off nicely. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, but I digress. Uh, this one was written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. 
uh, stars of Kurt, Kurt, of course, Kurt Russell as stuntman Mike, uh, Zoe Bell as herself, uh, Rosario Dawson, Vanessa Ferlito, uh, Sydney Portier's daughter, Sydney Portier, um, <laughs> Tracy Toms, Rose McGowan, Jordan Ladd, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, among others, Eli Roth makes an appearance uh, in this movie. Uh, I think we we did this backwards. Uh, I think you're supposed to watch Planet Terror first and then Death Proof. I'm pretty sure that's the way that it was released because they were released in yeah in a uh, a double feature format, correct? Yep. Yes, uh, but we here at Spooky Time we don't we don't follow the rules. Yeah, we're rebels. We don't go with the flow. We don't get our episodes like a... out on time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're like toilets in Australia. We just go whatever way we feel like. You can't see the air quotes that I'm doing. <laughs> we don't care about this show. <laughs> okay, yes, we do. Nick's the air quotes. We do indeed. We do indeed. Um, so, Kyle, a little yes. bird told me that you you have a plot synopsis for us. That little bird's I name was indeed. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> that that bird's name was Kyle circa five minutes ago. <laughs> oh boy! Um, so uh, regale us. But before <gasps> the before oh yeah before that before that we have a special little treat for you. It's Christmas. All right. So as loyal viewers and movie aficionados know that when this Grindhouse double feature first came out, it came out with a couple of little little teasers for projects to come yes for, for uh, movies they had a bunch that of didn't trailers. actually exist except for two of them ended up existing and the third one from what i read uh werewolf women of the ss was could have been a short film yeah. rob zombie had trouble making a trailer Ugh, god i what i wouldn't give to watch werewolf women of the ss in its like half hour entirety that he filmed i'm shocked he hasn't released it somehow like yeah. It's it's fine with just 30 minutes, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, like it doesn't need, yeah. It's fine. Um so there were five trailers altogether. Uh we've got Werewolf Women of the SS by Rob Zombie, Don't by Edgar Wright, which is hilarious in its own right. <laughs> if you were thinking about opening the door, don't just like the slow paced narration over it is just chef kiss um machete by robert rodriguez um which will hopefully be a trilogy in the coming years they already got two movies out for it oh yeah yeah um eli roth did thanksgiving which is just a gore fest and then hobo with a shotgun uh was directed by jason eisner um, it was a project put together by Jason Eisner, John Davies, and Rob Cotterill. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, they won a contest. Um, Mr. Rodriguez had a contest, a grindhouse trailer contest at South by Southwest, and they won. So Hobo with a Shotgun got um, put into some of the theatrical releases of this movie, and then it became an actual film a little further down the line. Um, I haven't seen it. I've seen Dead Hooker in I a trunk, I know... but that is not the same film. I know Jarrett, I think, loves Hobo with a Shotgun. That sounds like something Jarrett would like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Or hate. If you're out there, buddy. <laughs> no, I think he would. I think his plan, like if, you know, his career doesn't work out, is to just become a hobo <laughs> with a shotgun and live his life. That'd be cool. On the streets, stealing justice. <laughs> I really hope he puts in some sort of narration right here. Like, <laughs> he can edit this out if he so pleases, but... Speak speak to us from beyond the recording. Share it, please. Please, tell us. Um, so, yeah. Um, I don't know which one of these is my favorite. I think Werewolf Women of the SS might be my favorite. I also really love the song. Um, that doesn't show up in the trailer, if I'm not mistaken. I think maybe he wrote it, like, afterward. I don't know. Um, I, I'm digressing like crazy. Kyle, Kyle, what do you have in store for us today? Well, in the vein of those fun, ridiculous trailers, I have some, uh, not trailers, but pitches, okay. really, for a podcast we're going to do in 2021. <gasps> Hashtag New Year, New Podcast. Okay, cool. Lay it on me. <laughs> On us. All right. So my first, my first pitch. Okay. Okay. Are you with me? I'm, yes. It's called, oh yeah. It's called Kyle's Peacock Parade. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. So this podcast, I'm going to ask you to, to join me as I chronicle my journey to train my flock of plucky young peacocks <laughs> to be assassins. <laughs> Each episode will include notes on my progress since last episode. A profile of one of my peacocks. They all have such personality. Uh-huh. Uh, tips and tricks for viewers who are trying to do this at home. And, of course, I'll have a section where I answer your specific viewer questions. <laughs> uh, coming this fall, this peacock of a, pro- of a podcast will fly. <laughs> Yay! Wow. I can't wait for like, Kyle's Peacock then, Parade. Is that, is, was that it? Did I get it right? Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. And, like, this is, like, happening. I've already gotten the hard part out of the way with doing this, where I've taught the peacocks to use garrot wire. So, I mean, after that, it's all just gravy. Really? Yeah. Wow. They do not like garrot wire. (laughs) I don't get it. I think it's a cultural (laughs) thing. Probably. Very hoity All right, ready for the second one? Yes, I am. I'm stoked. All right. So this one is going to be... Uh, a fully scripted and divinely performed radio play from the Spooky Time cast. Uh, we might have to add a few people. I don't know how many people are going to be on this. Uh, all right. So we all know St. Ephesiocritus, right? No. He was, a, he was a cool guy. He was a saint. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, you're going to learn. Okay. Uh, he was always kind of a prude, you know. A woman shows him his ankles. He gets all red in the face. Okay. Until one day... God appeared before him and gave him the divine holy mission to travel through time and fuck any woman God would rate eight eight out of ten or above. (laughs) Uh, This spring, loving God takes on a whole new meaning in God commanded me to fuck. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't wait. I want to hear Jarrett say God commanded me to fuck in his like grindhouse Oh yeah, it's so good. St. Ephesiocritus was just some prude dude until they got a message from the big man upstairs. This spring, only St. Ephesiocritus can say, God commanded me to fuck. Production of Spooky Time Network. We need somebody to write this. Oh, I'm already writing it. Okay. I'm already eight episodes Oh my in. god. It's like a... Really, I've just run out of 
women <laughs> for him to seduce. <laughs> so, like, do you have any examples? Uh, are there famous women? <laughs> no, they're just people. They're just from, from re- time. Regular old. Okay, cool. <laughs> now, some of them are famous. Some of them, Cammy, you might know personally. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> With special guest stars of Cammy's mom. <laughs> Come on, my dad listens to this show. <laughs> oh boy. And I don't know if I know your dad well enough to say that I'm sure he'd be down for this, but <laughs> I'm sure he'd be down I'm for sure this. I'm sure he would too. Yeah. Um he's he's already on the phone. I guarantee it. <laughs> oh, boy. He's listening through the door and he has thoughts. He has notes to give. <laughs> All right. And I I ran out of steam after those two, so the next the next one's just really stupid. It's called Rule of Threes. Viewers send in things, and we just list three of them. <laughs> like, viewer says dog, and we say <laughs> Ziggy, Luke, and Baxter, and then the episode's over. <laughs> Let's make that a Patreon exclusive, like a 10-second <laughs> podcast. Like, thank you, Blank, for sending uh, in I... your category. The category today is this. We go around in a circle and we go, all right, that's all we have time for today. Join us next month. (laughs) Monthly. (laughs) Let's do it. Cool. Rule of threes. I I can't wait, Kyle. Wow. I love these pitches. I mean, let's start a new podcast where we just pitch ridiculous ideas. Okay. We'll call it... (laughs) Uh, was there a baseball movie with the word pitch in the title? Fever pitch? There probably is. I can't think of any. Fever pitch. That's perfect. <laughs> Fever pitch, where we all just get really high, and then we just come and <laughs> like, okay, okay, so, so. Yes. I already got Nicolas Cage on board, okay? He's going to be an Alaskan snowhound, and he's going to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it white hate. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. Actually, I'm writing. I'm writing fever pitch down. Like, write it down. I got. I have plans for stuff. Real plans for stuff for 2021, and this might be one of them. Kyle's frenzied, like handwriting in the background, <laughs> just like scratches. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, that's good. Oh yeah. I want to have crowd sounds behind me so I can just turn around. It's like, shut up, ma! Every time, every few minutes to really punctuate how <laughs> crazed I am. Oh, beautiful. Right. It's it's Freddy Krueger. He opens he opens a bakery in Afghanistan. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 7. I forgot how to spell Elm Street. And it's because he's on a different street in Afghanistan. He got the address wrong. Oh, oh boy. Wait, there already is a Nightmare 7. Wes Craven's new Nightmare. Did I say 7? And... Nightmare 15. Okay, cool. Wow. <laughs> oh, but that's... Those are our pitches for this week. Join us next week where Cammy gives gives some of her takes on what we, our podcast in the future could be. I am scared and excited. Anxious, if you will. <laughs> uh, and one thing before we get to the plot synopsis, this episode's going to be a long one. Uh, you need to, viewers out there, you can join in. Watch the first five minutes of the movie Machete Kills on Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh, just five minutes, there's another fake trailer there. Watch it. And realize with absolute certainty, like I did, 
that me and Robert Rodriguez would be really good friends. <laughs> I definitely think that you would. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much in common. And his idea for the third Machete movie is exactly what I would have done. Oh my God, yes. And oh my God. It's five minutes of your time. Don't well, You can watch the entire movie, but just the first five minutes and you'll understand. <laughs> oh, Kyle, hit us with that sweet, sweet synopsis. All right. All right, so Death Proof starts with a trip into the jungle. Jungle Julia, that is. Oh. Julia and her friends Butterfly and Shananana are gearing up for a fun night. They're going to get some Mexican food at that place. I had it in my head a second ago, and now it's gone. That's okay. Uh, they're going to smoke some weed, drink with some horny guys. We're going to buy them a lot of booze, and just have a plain old good time. Mm-hmm. Stuntman Mike will be there, too. He's a stuntman. He'll drive later. <laughs> Anywho. All right. So this set of girls is going to spend 40 minutes being Quentin Tarantino's dream women, I assume. <laughs> this movie starts with feet. It yes. comes in with feet. There's so many feet in this movie. It is just, it's got Quentin Tarantino all over it. That's one thing I wish I had known about Quentin Tarantino the first time I watched any of his movies <laughs> is that he has a foot thing. Because yeah. now I have to revisit them all and just be like, oh, oh. it was just about feet. Yeah. Like, Inglorious Bastards was actually about feet the whole time. <laughs> if you notice, all the Nazis wear shoes, while all the sexy Americans are barefoot. Ooh-hoo. All right. <laughs> Where was I? I am I am hungry and my fingers are shaking. Oh, no! All right. So after a good, like I said, 40 minutes, the girls are ready to move on to their next spot. So is Stuntman Mike. Stuntman Mike reveals himself to be evil to the max together with his stuntman supercar not christine but christian uh he commits the coolest vehicular murders ever put to oh uh, yeah yes he gets a pardon for that mm-hmm. he's put, put him back on the streets <laughs> it's fine uh and he gets away with the murders because it looks like an accident who would just crash headlong into a car full of barefooted women <laughs> besides oh, quentin tarantino <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I had to cough because my eye rig died and we had to stop and reset everything. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I left us off with almost perfectly the second half of the movie. So that's good. That's Beautiful. good luck. It's good timing. All right, so enter the girls, Mark II. They're like the last set, except these bad bitches also make movies. Uh-huh. My dream girl just got better. <laughs> uh, we get some more Quentin Tarantino-style elongated dialogue uh for a good solid minute until the action picks up and that happens the action picking up that is with stuntman mike attacking while the girls play a spirited game of ship's mast (laughs) with with the kiwi stranded on the hood of their car the girls struggle to escape until they're ultimately run off the road stuntman mike is having the time of his life and he's gloating (laughs) when the girls shoot him in the fucking arm <laughs> when you said stunt man it sounded like you said duff man <laughs> i was like duff man mike <laughs> oh no duff man is sitting here in his death proof car <laughs> oh yeah feel the road <laughs> oh boy all right so a stunt man mike injured the shoe is off the other foot <laughs> the rustler has become the rustled 
<laughs> uh, our, Good one. Nah, you get I it. I get it. Kurt Russell, yeah. Uh, so the girls turn the table on Stuntman Mike. A crazy car st- chase ensues until the girls get Mike off the road, out of the car, and into a world of hurt. Death proof. Ah, beautiful. The end. Very nice, Kyle. Uh, uh, I'm dying here today. <laughs> oh, boy. Should have cooked that chicken I ate earlier. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. So, Cammie, tell me what you think of this movie. Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you gotta have it? Um, All three. And I just... I just watched... I, I told you this uh, before we recorded, but I'll... Oopsies, I dropped my pencil. Um, I'll repeat it for our viewers. Um, This was the second time I had seen this movie since... I mean, ever. It was the first time I had seen it since I saw it for the first time. Um, I don't know, 10 years ago? Maybe less. Probably less, but I digress. Um, I liked it a lot more than I did upon my first viewing, so... Um, yeah. It's definitely worth revisiting if you've only seen it once. Uh, it gets better, in my opinion. Um, I love... I am just a huge slut for a Quentin Tarantino movie and I'm not afraid to admit it. I know that is, I'm so white and I, you know, film, but um, no, I, I genuinely love um, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's his, uh, movies. Uh, his style is, I just, I fall in love with every movie of his that I see. Um, and this one is, you know, definitely one of them. Uh, he, he has. <laughs> this movie numbers among one of his. <laughs> this is definitely a Quentin Tarantino film. Um, I, he's said before that Death Proof is his worst movie, um, and what? that might be true. Just like objectively speaking, like from a critical standpoint, yeah, it might be, but it hits that like exploitation grindhouse movie nail right on the head this movie yeah, if you're is making perfect. a grindhouse movie yeah it's not going to be your oscar bait like it's exactly yeah this movie is exactly what it's intended to be like a gory mess a lot of fun butts and feet everywhere it's and kurt russell's in it and on top of all of that <laughs> kurt russell is in it um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't care if this is his worst movie. It's one of his most fun <laughs> movies too, among the rest of them that are a lot of fun. So yeah, that's how yeah, I if, if everything else is a nine out of 10, then an eight out of 10 isn't necessarily Exactly. Yeah. Like, sorry, Quentin. Uh, so do you like this movie? I am. Oddly, almost in the exact same boat as you. I watched it once before, forever uh-huh. ago. Uh, rewatching it for today, it was. I definitely thought it was much better. Uh-huh. Uh, I think mostly because. I think I, I like Quentin Tarantino movies a lot the second time around, just because sitting through some of those like dialogue scenes, like the the first half of this movie, essentially like a bunch of girls in a bar having a having a night, yeah. and that's he's good with dialogue. It wasn't bad, but it was also like, oh, like. They're talking about getting shots again. Okay, let me just check my phone. But now that I know what it's leading to, I can be ready for it. I can selectively zoom in uh-huh. and just be like, oh, 
oh, this is going to pay off later. Ooh, this is going to pay off soon. There's the first car crash. Baby, I'm yeah. in. Um, yeah, it's easier to pay attention kind of when you know. When when you, Where yeah, when you don't have to like focus on even like the main thing that is happening, you can be looking in the background because you already know what, what's going on. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and there's a lot of, there's a lot of crossover from this movie um, or into this movie from uh, planet terror. Uh, the hospital that he ends up at is the hospital from planet terror. Um, the yeah. do- doctor, doctor and sheriff yeah. and deputy. <clears throat> they're all, so these two movies take place in the same universe, kind of, maybe? That's that's disturbing. It is disturbing. I can just imagine Kurt Russell mowing down zombies with his death-proof car and just like, that That doesn't fit right. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, um... <laughs> and <Anywho>. since I think... <laughs> I, I could be wrong about this. I think the sheriff and his deputy are the same as the sheriff and deputy in the first Kill Bill movie. I believe you're correct. Which means Kill Bill also takes place in the planet Terror universe. Which that fits better, I guess, but... That makes sense. Because, like, all of Quentin Tarantino's movies are, like, connected through one thread or another. Um... Yeah, he'll reuse an actor for the same role just because he likes that actor in that role yeah and then um yeah depending on like when the movie takes place like this person might be related to this person or whatever um you've got like the red apple cigarettes that are the you know everybody's always smoking red apple cigarettes in his movies um yeah that sort of thing they're all in universe like (laughs) like a marvel movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Qu- quentin tarantino cinematic universe <laughs> qtcu i'd yes. watch uma Thur- i'd watch uma thurman fight captain america oh yeah 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 baby <laughs> cool um speaking of uma thurman fighting so i wanted to talk a little bit about like behind the scenes for this particular film as i do for every episode of the show that we have done ever um <laughs> So um, we've got Zoe Bell um, in the second half of the movie as kind of the star of the second half of the movie, sort of, one of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. She, uh, Zoe Bell is Quentin Tarantino's uh, either a stunt person in a lot of his movies or a stunt coordinator for his movies. She typically has a cameo somewhere um, in all of his movies, she's, uh, you can see her very briefly in Django Unchained. She, uh, has a small part in The Hateful Eight, uh, I think toward the end of the movie in one of the flashbacks. Um, she was the stunt coordinator for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and she also, she plays Kurt Russell's wife in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, the Uh. one, have you seen it? I don't know if you've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know when Brad Pitt is having the flashback to fighting um uh Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee and uh yeah. he Brad Pitt throws Bruce Lee into uh, the car 
and it turns out it's her car. Um, yeah, yeah. that's her. <laughs> She's so. Oh. Uh, yeah, she she pops up in a lot of his movies, and I think I said this already, but she was Uma Thurman's stunt double in Kill Bill, um, the Kill yeah. Bill films. Um, oh, yeah. Buddy. So whenever he told her that she was going to star in, she he wanted her to star in his next movie she thought that he meant like she was going to be sort of a glorified extra like she was going to have a small little like bit yeah. part with some lines She'll have a speaking and part. then she saw her name on the poster for it and she was like oh like i'm acting in this movie um so that's really cool and i'm glad that he did that and i'm glad that he um i think like a popular female stunt performer is just kind of an important thing to be in general because when you think of stunt people you yeah. don't think of women a lot of the time i think of stuntman mike yeah. <laughs> exactly you think of stuntman mike or brad pitt's character in once upon a time in hollywood um yeah yeah um and that's yeah that's really it um so yeah she's she's great we love her go zoe um, so Quentin Tarantino came up with the idea for this movie whenever he was um, having a drunk hangout with Sean Penn in a hotel one night, <laughs> of course. And uh, he said that he wanted to buy a. So Quentin Tarantino said that he wanted to buy a Volvo because he didn't want to end up in dying in a car crash like the one in Pulp Fiction. And Sean Penn was like, well, why don't you just take all that money that you have, these thousands of dollars that you have lying around, Quentin, and uh, have your stunt team death proof any car. Like, you can just death proof it. And he was like, hmm, film idea. Like, <laughs> What if instead Kurt Russell did it and he cut off a lady's leg? He's like, great. Great idea. Yes, I love that idea. Uh, get Rosario Dawson on the phone. Does she have nice feet? That's okay. They're they're, they're probably fine. It's fine. We'll get us. We'll get stunt feet yeah. in if she doesn't. We see like everyone's cool. feet. I think. Um, I think it was. What's her name? Uh, Butterfly. Uh, what was her, her her name's Arlene. Her real name is Arlene. Um, in the movie, she was walking around the bar without shoes on. <laughs> so I was. I think her and Jungle Julia were. Yeah, and so I'm sitting there with Taylor. I was watching the movie with Taylor last night, and I'm like, oh, God, like, why isn't she wearing shoes? I'm like, well, I know why, but, like, why, you know? <laughs> it's like, we know exactly why they're all yeah. barefoot, but it's disgusting. <laughs> like, no, don't do that. Yuck. Honestly, with the amount Tarantino just openly does this, I would feel uncomfortable on a film set with him and be like, hey, why are you wearing shoes, buddy? Like, come on, the scene you're supposed to be barefoot. Yeah. It's like, no, no, Mr. Tarantino, please. <laughs> I'd like to think that Quentin Tarantino would like my feet, and that helps me sleep at night. Truly. I'm sure he wouldn't. I have that growth that's just getting bigger every day. <laughs> when? I'm afraid to take it to a doctor. What? It talks to me at Ew. night. Isn't that, uh, isn't but that enough the premise about a of a Courage the Cowardly Dog episode? <laughs> oh my god, I think it yep. is. Oh boy. That show was fucked. Any, anywho, anywho. Um, so the, the film itself was physically scratched to achieve the sort of dirty look that it has in um, the first half of this movie. 
They scratched it by hand. And if that isn't care, I don't know what is. Um, None of the frames with feet in it, just the ones with their faces and their voices. Like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the original name for the film uh, pops up like for a millisecond, like a couple frames or right before it says death proof over it. Uh, the original name for the movie was Quentin yeah. Tarantino's Thunderbolt. But then they called it Death That's Proof. terrible. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, Thunderbolt's stupid. Thunderbolt sounds more like a like a true grindhouse movie, like title. Like yeah. what? You've never seen Thunderbolt? No, see. nobody's seen that movie. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, and like, would he call the car Thunderbolt? Would Stuntman Mike's name be Thunderbolt Mike or something? Like, that's, I don't know. I don't want to think how they put that in the movie. I prefer Death. Yeah. Proof. Oh, oh, I much prefer it too. And I think he did as well. But he wanted to just like fuck with the audience and make it seem like it was just. I don't know. It's like the first half of this movie makes it feel like it was something that was just hidden away in a film canister for years. And it just wasn't taken care of. And now we're watching it and it's like not quite finished. Um, and I love the unpolished just first half of this movie, which is, which I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I know that we're supposed to be sad, but I just get so bummed out that all those girls die, you know, after the first half of the movie. Yeah. I liked them. You spend. They were all so hot. You spend an hour getting to know all these yeah these beautiful you know like they're queens of that town like they can go and do whatever they want wherever they want with whoever they want like they're in control of that yeah. town and then to have kurt russell drive over their face and cut off their legs like that's and it's so random and quick like it's not like he he quote unquote stalks them but that's not a part of the movie really like it's exactly just, it's barely there as far as we know one night he gets them and that's just it it's over in an yep. instant it's so sad um, but it just makes it all the more like whenever they're just Satisfying. beating the shit out of him at the end of the movie. That is so great. Um, uh, I can't wait till we get till we start talking about that. Me neither. <laughs> beautiful. Yes. Um, this is the only Quentin Tarantino movie that takes place in chronicle chronological order without any flashbacks. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it feels yeah. It's very cut and dry. I didn't even realize. Plot wise. Um, yeah. The jukebox in the bar uh, actually belongs to Quentin Tarantino, and if you look closely, you can see the names of some songs that are in other movies of his. Um, apparently, the uh, the pressing uh, recording of um, I think the song is called down in mexico i'm not sure though the one that she does the lap dance to is a really like rare recording of that song a rare pressing uh. of that song <laughs> he had his his uh jukebox shipped from you know wherever he was living to austin texas where they were shooting this movie um i believe it was austin correct me if i'm wrong Viewer. Uh, I think it was austin. <laughs> yeah let's just go with it <laughs> Um, the, yeah, you can not? also see, uh, Jack Burton's tank top from Big Trouble in Little China, um, hanging on the wall whenever they're in the bar. That's the actual shirt, like the actual prop from the movie. I don't know why, um, probably just cause Kurt Russell was in it and he liked the look of it. So he was like, Hey, I want this on yeah. the wall, you know? 
Um, yeah, can we put this in the shot? It's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Whoever P.S. takes another bump of coke. Yeah. Um, and I think it goes without saying, but Zoe Bell did all of her own stunts for this movie, too. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. That that was something. But it's like I only appreciate the second time yeah. around. Yeah, that that all those car scenes were practical effects. Like that was happening. Yeah. There, she was on the hood of that she car. She did all of those stunts. Doing that shit. Um. Oh, that is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Let's do it. Let's chat. I got I got one little <gasps> little thing to A thing. add. Go. Uh, Rosario Dawson's uh, ring ringtone is uh one of the songs from Kill Bill. Oh yeah, it is. Um, Twisted Seven Nerve. Seven in Black, I think. It's called Twisted Nerve, right? Oh, is it Twisted Nerve? Damn. <laughs> is it the whistling one? Because yeah. Twisted Nerve is the whistle. Okay. Yeah. I messed it up in my head. <laughs> no worries. I've listened to that soundtrack so many times. Ah. <sighs> And so that was my little tidbit. I love it. Thank you so much for contributing to this episode. This, this, this part of the episode, you've contributed a lot to this episode so far. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Thank you so much. <clears throat> um, You're let's, Yeah, let's talk about some scenes. Can I go first? I demand okay. that you go first. I've got like a couple tiny things to talk about. Just little like... Not necessarily scenes, but just like, um, I, it's super hilarious that little, um, break the fourth wall, like the little glance that Kurt Russell or stuntman Mike, if you will, gives the camera before he gets into the car with Rose McGowan's character, um, to drive her home, quote, drive her home. (laughs) He just looks into the camera and kind of smiles and then gets into the car. And I was like, wow. If I didn't know that you were about to murder her, I would have fallen in love right then and there. <laughs> um, I fell in love regardless. <laughs> Rose would only get in the way of our love. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I love, like I said before, I love the just juxtaposition between the way that the first half of the movie is edited and the second half of the movie is edited. Um, so the just the look and and like the skippy sort of scratchy grossness of the film in the first half um and then it cuts and it's in black and white um but it's way more polished than the first half of the movie and then as soon as uh lee mary elizabeth winstead's character puts the she puts the coin in the vending machine it just immediately switches to color um i thought that was brilliant just a fun little, here you go, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was cute. Just Tarantino messing with things again. Yeah. yeah. I did find it weird that she was in a bright yellow cheerleader outfit. Like, black and white did not translate or didn't reveal that very well. I thought it was just a dress and then it's, nope, nope. cheerleader. She's a cheerleader. I'm surprised her shoes were on. <laughs> yeah. What do you, you, you talk now. Uh, I want to just let's take it from Kurt Russell's nod okay. to the end of the crash. Like that, everything that happens there is gold. <sighs> and yeah. just like that, his like the way Pam is just like so helpless, and she's trying so hard to be like, "This is a joke, right? Haha, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Let me out. Let me go." It's so <laughs> scary, and you just feel for her so hard in that moment. Uh, poor baby. Ah, uh, watching her bounce around oh, in there like in my mind i'm thinking like oh all you gotta do is like 
brace yourself against the side or something like it's just a car like you can't get too hurt until you get until he crashes but no he's whipping that thing around she is flying yeah. bouncing like a, it is rough um they sell how much she, how hurt she is really yeah. well and then um at the end whenever like the end of that that sequence when he's killing her specifically and she's uh he like stops and she slams her face on the the dashboard in front of her oh my god yeah. her poor face uh it's such finality to it like she's not moaning and groaning and crawling after that no she is she just she yeah she's like eh, and then dies after like 10 seconds it's just so sad and when kurt russell's giving his little speech like oh it was 50 50 chance you know if you've been going left you wouldn't be scared for a while but you said right so you got to get scared right now yeah that was such a a perfect menacing speech <sighs> for a serial killer to make i just yeah that really got me. He 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 sold that. Yeah, he's scary. Oh, and then I don't like scary Kurt Russell. I mean, I do. Oh, I but do. Like, <laughs> he's dangerous. in theory. I mean, on screen, I do. But I'm just like, no, no, you're nice, <laughs> Kurt. No, how could you do this Mr. to me, Mister Russell? No. <laughs> I feel betrayed when watching this movie. I called I called Kurt Russell my boyfriend earlier. Um before I left my nannying job, the 10 year old that I watched just looked at me like I was nuts. She's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, Kurt Russell, my other boyfriend. She's like, isn't Taylor mad about, like, she didn't understand that I just like have a crush on him. Um, <laughs> yeah. It seems as though she's just sort of starting to discover celebrity crushes. She has a huge crush on Harvey from Sabrina, the teenage witch. And I'm like, yes. That's such a Don't good, like, first crush to have, you know? Um, but I digress. I love her so much. Um, but yeah, Kurt Russell is my boyfriend, and he scares me in this movie. And yeah. I I like it in, in, a, in, in, a, in a fun way, but it's... Yeah. Scary. It's fun role play, but Kurt, at the end of the night, you have to be nice again. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that... And the the crash we gotta talk about the, the crash. Oh God! When he takes out the girls, Mark one. And they're just like having so much fun. They just requested a song at Julia's radio station, and they're dancing around, having a good time, having some laughs. And her, oh God, like her leg out the window. It's uh. like it, you watch it a second time and you see it coming. You're like, oh, God, no. <laughs> you see them driving and she's just sticking out the window. It's like, no, no, Julia. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Pull it oh, back God. in. Ugh. Ah. And I love that they did it four times and showed us what happened to the four women. Like, it wasn't just one big, long thing. It was one and then two. Yeah. And, and it was I so love good every that. time. Yeah. Um... So Shanna just flies through the window, correct? Um, yeah, she launches like 30 feet yeah. and ragdolls it. It's gruesome. Arlene, a.k.a. Butterfly, is the only one who's wearing a seatbelt in that car, um, right? <laughs> Didn't save her. Uh, no, it did not. That is, I think that's like the most gruesome of all of their deaths. The tire just yeah. like wiping away her face. Are you joking uh, me? Oh God! And they and were she all was so, so pretty. pretty. Before. 
<laughs> like I've never seen four best friends as hot as them in even like in Hollywood films. They're just all these like ethereal goddesses and they all look great in jean shorts. It's amazing. <laughs> and I'm jealous. Like I want to be them, you know, and then they die yeah. and you're left just like I, I feel hollow for a little while. <laughs> If it could happen to them, it could happen to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Death is real and has consequences. So, like, the first half of this movie definitely feels like it takes place in, like, the 70s, right? Absolutely. Am I crazy? And then, like, they pull out their cell phones and I'm like, oh. I was I, I was actually confused um, because I had sort of forgotten that um, after having only seen it once a long time ago. I was like, oh, like, is this a period piece? Like, does this movie take place? Yeah. And it would make sense because that was when, like, the whole grindhouse genre was really big, you know? Um, yeah. But then, yeah, they're using cell phones and modern technology. And I'm like, oh. Rose yeah. McGowan talks about President-elect George W. Bush. She does? No. I'm, just... <laughs> I'm like, wait, this movie came out in 2007. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Bush, Bush was president in 2007. Yeah. Maybe just, not president-elect. I should have said Obama. The dialogue is really, um, it's so well-written. It just feels like like a crappy grindhouse yeah. movie, but it's like the king of crappy grindhouse movies. And then, yeah, the second half of the movie feels like it takes place now. Definitely, yeah. It's mo- modern, modern times, 14 months later. Yeah. Uh, that crash is just that might be my favorite movie crash ever I hope it's lots of people's favorite movie crash yeah (sighs) yawn Um, you're gonna make me yawn I'm sorry Kyle (laughs) now the viewers are yawning (laughs) sorry guys I'm not sorry that would be hilarious I want to know how many people (laughs) yawned because we yawned all three of you, uh, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know for a fact Jarrett's yawning. Oh, no. That little boy's always tired and trying to go to sleep. Jarrett. Oh. That's why we call him Naptime Jarrett. <laughs> Who's they? <laughs> Everyone. Oh, of course. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Naptime Jarrett sounds like a like they made a Barbie doll of him or like a like a stuffed <laughs> version of Jarrett that has like 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 a long nightshirt and a and a cap. <laughs> yeah. Like any given Absolutely. person in any illustrated or animated version of like the um, past. Like a Christmas carol. <laughs> yeah. Or twas the night before Christmas. Yeah. Sleepy time Jarrett comes with his own candle. Oh, <laughs> uh, and three ghosts to haunt him. <laughs> I hope he's not offended in editing this. Hi, <laughs> Jarrett. Oh, I mean, boy. if he's offended by nap time Jarrett, he's got pretty thin skin. Yeah. He can fight me. He's, uh, no, yeah, Jarrett, he'll appreciate it. And if he doesn't, I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Death so me. I got a question for you. What's up? So, uh, second half of the movie, Girls Mark II, uh-huh. all four of them are sitting down at a table talking, uh-huh. and the camera's, like, rotating. Is that all one shot? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it, I mean, because probably. I didn't really actually pay attention yeah. to it. 
I would say that was the problem was like it's I was watching it for a while and it seemed like mm-hmm. one shot like it would just go around clockwise and then reverse back the other way. Uh-huh. No obvious cuts. And I'd be like, oh, I should pay attention and see if I can prove this. And then but it was just like it was Quentin Tarantino extended dialogue. So I did my mind did wander. And so I was unable to determine. I'd assume it is all one shot. Um, but that's like 15 oh, minutes of them doing that. That's really good. Kudos. Yeah. It, it, it gonna... was reminiscent of the the opening scene from Reservoir Dogs when they're all in the diner together, but this was more enjoyable, maybe because they were all women and they weren't being assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't debating tipping, which is just... Yeah. That's stupid. Tip. Ugh. Ugh. Yuck. Spooky Time presents officially politically in favor of tipping. Yes. <laughs> it's official. Not cows, you jokers. Money. <laughs> but maybe cows. I've never tipped a... Can you do that? Yeah. You can push a cow over? Cows nowadays are really dumb. Like, they can't defend themselves against anything you do to them. Aw, poor little guys. Aw. They're not little. (laughs) Poor giant babies. they're, They're as big as science can make them. I love cows. I'm hungry. I also <laughs> I'm cows. so sorry, Kyle. <laughs> okay, Kyle needs to eat dinner. Um. Okay, so let's talk about everything that happens, like building up to the end of the movie. Like the let's talk about this entire movie from front to back again. No. Um. <laughs> All right. No. So, Shauna Nana doesn't like being called Shauna. <laughs> Shauna. <laughs> But she got so little screen time compared to Butterfly and Julia. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. She seemed like, I don't know. She definitely wasn't the main character in that group of friends. Um, yeah. It was. Even if there Butterfly wasn't a was our main character. Them. Julia was the queen of the group, obviously. Of course. Yeah. She's famous. Yeah. She's trying to start a record label, I think. Good for her. Um, so. Your heart is just kind of racing the entire time that they're doing Being the, attacked. the ship's mast um, <clears throat> stunt. So uh, Tracy Tom's character and and Zoe Bell's character are both stunt people. Uh, stunt, stunt professionals. Per- stunt performers, yes. Uh, Rosario Dawson's knock, knock character girls. is a, a makeup artist and then... Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character, Lee, is a, just an actress, correct? Y- yes. Okay. Um, I liked um, Lee's character in this. She's just very, like, she just seems very sweet. Um, almost, like, like, innocent. Almost like she didn't belong in that group. Yeah. Um, like, they're clearly friends, but she's kind of the, the odd duck out. Like, she's not getting all the jokes. I mean, obviously, they left her with that creepy guy. To go drive around. Yeah, with Zoe on the hood of the car. She told him, Abernathy told him that she was in a porno. Like, she she does not care about her. (laughs) Um, So, like, it's cool that they, like, did what they did to Kurt Russell's character, but at the same time, like, we don't find out what happened to Lee. We don't get that closure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Well, keep in mind, that test drive was going to be like 10, 15 minutes long. So 
how bad was it really but that's true it, yeah, yeah. It did um, snowball into a revenge quest yeah but like i don't even know did they even tell her that they were leaving her alone with him no she was asleep until they were in the car honking the horn waving goodbye <laughs> <laughs> and like i think standing up he's standing like right over her and i think I don't know if he snorts or if she gives like a little disgusted sound, but yeah, it's clear right off the bat they're She's not like, going to oh, be friends. Oh, hello! Like my friends left me alone with this creepy dude. So yeah, we are not all perfect, but that was a very shitty thing for them to do to their friend. <laughs> yeah, you don't leave girls alone with boys who you don't know. But what if I don't truly know myself? <laughs> well. <laughs> nothing that's a thought for a different podcast kyle yeah deep thoughts with kyle burns i gotta write that down uh, what are <laughs> cats really <laughs> i tr- i can't answer that oh my god I'm, I'm getting too deep in my own head we gotta get back to the movie okay. okay sorry um the way that kurt russell's character stuntman mike um just goes insane whenever he gets shot um is just that was a little weird it's so funny because it's like well it's great to see him you know it's so nice to see him hurt and it's yeah it's so nice to see him as this like fucking baby um like when he's talking to the the first set of girls he's flirting with butterfly he's like i'm a i'm a wolf but doesn't mean i'm hunting you like, he thinks he's so cool, and he believes that. And then yep. he gets shot, and he's crying in his car. Yeah. Uh, he's not a wolf. He's a pup. I feel like that's how most serial killers probably are. They're just, like, these broken little babies on the inside, um, deep, deep down. And so anytime they get hurt, it's like, oh, my God, because they're all, like, sociopaths and, like, narcissists. So they're like, me? I'm hurt? How dare they? Wah! This is impossible. Baby. I thought I was perfection. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think he he did that really really well, and we love yeah. we love to see him cry. At least I do. Yeah, and I love it. He's while he's doing that, he looks in the rearview mirror, and then bam, the girls hit him, and then Zoe's out of the car, stabbing him with that pipe right in his bullet wound. Oh god! Oh, that felt great. so good. Yeah. And, and I um, love. No, go ahead. The turnaround these these women do from like oh. We're kind of stereotypical, like, strong final girls. Like, we're fighting for our lives, but we're still panicking. Uh-huh. Like, Zoe on the hood of the car is, like, it sounds like she's in tears at times while she's struggling to stay on. <laughs> yeah. And then they turn around and like, no, let's fuck this bitch up. And then when they go after him, they're all badasses immediately. It's, I love, it's so good. love <laughs> whenever Zoe gets thrown from the hood of the car and they're just sitting there in the front seat like, oh God, no. And then all of a sudden, like little kangaroo, she hops up. She's like, okay. <laughs> I love like a little kangaroo. It was so cute. I'm okay. <laughs> they're like, of course and she's okay. D- she lands on her feet every single time. Oh my that God. moment definitely like like that set the tone for how the movie was going to end like it wasn't going to be a you know gritty like where we have to get this guy it's like no it's it's fun these these badass black women are going to go and fuck this guy up like it was uh and just like the so many different shots of them just punching him in the face over and over and over the credits roll and then we go back to it and rosario dawson takes her leg and just (laughs) like 
I don't know what that's called. Like he will stomp him. Yeah, I I don't know what that's called, but I love it. Oh my god. Oh, it's so satisfying. I love they're they're pulling him out of the car. It's like no, no, careful. My arm's broken. Like oh really? And they just yank at his arm as they pull him out. (laughs) Oh yes. It's so good. Oh, this movie's so great. Uh, One last thing I'll say about the uh, the big car thing at the end was Uh so Zoe's on the hood of the car Uh and they're getting attacked and and you we assume that Zoe's not going to make it because how could she? Uh huh. And every level of her, like, falling more and more, or becoming more and more insecure on the hood is just like, uh-huh. well, she loses one one handhold. It's like, oh, that's it. She's gone. Then she loses the second handhold. It's like, oh, God, it can't get worse than this. Then she's yeah. flipped around, falling off the front. It's like, oh, God, it's like, how right. can she still be on this car? Like, yeah. It just keeps, you don't think it can get worse, but mm-hmm. it just keeps getting worse, and she keeps sticking to it. Yeah. Good for her. What a little trooper. <sighs> You go, you little kiwi. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um. So like we don't. I mean, we don't really need like a rating system for these movies. Um. Because I think if anybody has been listening to the show long enough, they know that you like Planet Terror more than you like Death Proof. <laughs> because Planet Terror is yes. like you love that fucking movie. I think I might. You know, I was thinking about this last night, and I I think. That before I watched this movie again last night, I would have said that Planet Terror was my favorite of the two, but now I'm not so sure. I'm going to rewatch Planet oh. Terror, and I will get back to you next week. I will give my opinion once I have it. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry to have spoken for you, but I'm, like, near <laughs> positive that you like Planet Terror. I mean, Terror. absolutely. Like... Rose McGowan with a machine gun leg. I love Rose McGowan. Yeah. I love machine gun limbs. I mean, just that. The movie could be a, you know, medical procedural about her getting her leg. But yeah. the second it's on, baby, six stars. <laughs> I know. It gets the machine gun leg. That's our, if we had a rating, that would be the, the top of it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Um, so yeah, we, uh, we'll be back next week with Planet Terror, and then, uh, like we said last week, we, um, we'll, we'll take some time taking, off for the holidays. We'll, yeah, we'll be taking a couple weeks off, and then we will be back in January. Um, please note that in January, we're gonna have, like, a little bit of a different system of doing things, just because we've noticed that all of us are, we've been getting kind of burnt out, um, at times lately. So we're going to start doing this show in a more seasonal format where we do, um, a series of episodes. Um, and then we're going to take a couple weeks off in between each sort of category, uh, that we choose. Uh, so it'll be how, how it kind of is now where we have like a monthly, um, sub genre or category of movie that we're doing. We're just going to be taking a little bit of time off, um, in between, each one so please forgive our absence uh in the coming months (laughs) years even forgive our absence as we forgive those who are absent against us (laughs) yes um so hopefully that will put maybe a little more pep in our step it'll keep us um you know keep us rolling on yeah a little more excitable not that we don't enjoy doing this but it does it does when you've got a lot of other stuff going on, it does great on you sometimes. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm done speaking. 
now. Okay. Uh, let's wrap this up. Kyle, would you kindly tell us where to find you on social media? All right. One place. One place only. Mm-hmm. Twitter at Simpsons Bitch Posting. Oh, beautiful. I, I made some more this week. I got really into the movie posters for a while. I had to stop myself. Um, but it's Friday the 13th. Not Friday the 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street plus The Simpsons. They're memes. They're great. Mm-hmm. I love them. Oh, it's it's amazing. So uh, so I, 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 I want to I not necessarily correct you, but um, your username for that particular um, Twitter page is SimpsonsBitchP1, the number one. Um, but if you search Simpsons bitch posting, um, I hate Twitter cause I typed in <laughs> like, what do you want your username to be? I said Simpsons bitch posting. It didn't tell me, oh, we can't do that. It didn't tell me it's taken. It just gave me something else. What? That's crazy. It's very upsetting. I'm Ridiculous. livid. <laughs> oh my God. Hashtag ban Twitter. You should definitely make that into an Instagram, but. I would, but there's like 150 of them, and that's going to take a while. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I really should have slowed down at the beginning. It's okay, Kyle. No worries. Okay. Um, If you would like to find me on social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MagicGhostBaby. Uh, you can find us as a network on Instagram at Spooky Time Network. You can find us on Twitter at Spooky Time Net. And you can find us on Facebook as well, if you so please, if you just search Spooky Time Network in the search bar. Um, yeah, donate to our Patreon if you'd like. Um, I'm going to let Kyle take this one away because he usually talks about the Patreon. Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> I do. Patreon.com slash Spooky Time Podcast. $5 is what you need for our bonus shows. We got a bunch of them. They're all great. Um, If you guys donate enough money, I'll turn all of the ideas I talked about today into real podcasts. Like, oh my God. Funding is all I'm missing from training peacocks, guys. Like I can, <laughs> I have the will. I have the means. I just need the money. Oh, beautiful. Oh, great. You hear that? What? Yeah. Somebody's car alarm is going off outside. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, boy. Uh, well, let's wrap this up quick before that gets annoying. Uh, is there anything Kurt else you Russell want to say before we... Them. <gasps> Try and get a foot. Death proof. All right. We'll be back next week with Planet Terror. Until then, we will see you on the internet. P- Planet Terror? Isn't that just Earth? <laughs> All right. I gotta go. Planet Terror, Uh, I hardly knew her. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, good night. Too hot, too hot.